You know, I want to say I'm a house owner, but that's not really true. I'm more of like a rent to owner. But uh, if you were like, I need to go to a store and buy stuff for a house, where would you go? Um, I guess Lowe's. Josh, you seem like you knew the answer to this. Or is that, I was going to say, what are you buying? Oh, man. Are you trying to build a house? <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah. that's Lowe's. Yeah. So, okay. uh, basically, I have a plot of land. Okay. And I'm yeah. renting oh. it to own it. Yeah. So I just I'm renting to own I'm, this house. I'm, I need lumber. I got a great I deal on a home. Right. I have yeah. none. Because when you buy a house, you have to have like lumber and shit. Yeah. Right? So I'm it? actually I'm doing like the Minecraft uh, <laughs> path to home ownership. Okay. I punched a tree a bunch, and now I have. So like, okay. I dug a hole in the ground, and yeah. now I'm in that. So first, you build your house out of dirt to kind of yeah. get an idea of like what size you want, and then you start <laughs> filling in the wood. Yeah. 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 There's an HOA, and they're like, "Okay, we got a new homeowner over here. He has a big dirt pile. This is fine. As long as he's got grass and it's all cut regulation on there, it's fine. <laughs> right." Just don't build it too high because there is a regulation. Uh, I think you can only build uh, 128 blocks tall. Really? According to is this that a HOA. Real thing? Wait, 128. Oh. <laughs> Shut up. I for, I for real thought for a second the blocks was like a measurement of height for houses or something. Oh, I was no. just like, wow. Minecraft terms. Yeah. <laughs> or like a survival game. I can, mean, Minecraft's a survival game, I guess. Yeah, it does, is. Does H, does, so you do have an HOA, right? Yeah, I do have an HOA. Do they limit how high your house can be? Uh, yeah, 128 blocks. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you can only use iron pickaxes. They won't allow a <laughs> Really? Damn. Yeah, dude. well, because no one else on the servers found it yet. So oh, yeah, to, yeah. Keep yeah, the progression, progression. behind. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We're in the Iron Age. Ugh. Uh well, yeah, so uh, what was I talking about? What are you trying to buy for your house? Oh, um, paint. Home, Home Depot. Depot. Home Depot. That's where I went. Yeah. And uh, I went to, I went in and I was like, hey, I want to buy some paint. And there was like a 16-year-old girl there. And anything I told her that I was interested in, she said, yeah, that's awesome. Wait, yeah, she was like the, the employee? Best. Yeah, she was the paint associate or really? whatever. Yeah, there. Yeah. Huh. So she's just trying to sell you on literally any paint. Yeah, she w- well, uh, the more expensive I said the pa- or like the more expensive I leaned towards, though she was like, "Oh, that one's even better." And I'm like, "Yeah, it's more expensive." I mean, maybe I should know this. Did she ask you like what you're painting and no. priming and oil versus water based? Any of that? Mm, nope. Oh god. She just said, "Yeah, that's that's, that's the amazing. really best one." Oh, that's really wait. So like, are certain colors priced higher, or is it just like the type of paint it is? Uh. The so there's a thing called like a one like a one coat that's like oh. the most prestigious. They were all bare brand. Is that just because like you literally apply one coat and you don't have to go back over it or something? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's is the idea. Like a paint but primer in one. Yes, all in one. Uh, Should I mean, ask you like interior versus exterior? No. <laughs> no. Oh, fun. That's no. what you get. Uh, no, nothing. <laughs> awesome. I felt very. Like, yeah, that's uh, great. Yeah, you should get that. Just yeah. left. And it was just all, all, you know, I don't know. It was like all old men there, like oogling over her. Oh. And I was like, oh, man, this God. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like you didn't want to be one of the boys. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just, the... yeah, it was just weird. Cause it, when I went there, I expected some old guy to be working yeah, there who was like, you know, yeah, I use this paint in my house, you know, that type of shit. Yeah. But it was like, you know, not gonna, not helpful. So I left and I didn't buy anything. And then everything I have bought for this house, I have now since returned, you know, 
I don't want to be a what's that guy's name? Uh, Adam Carolla. You know who that is? No. No. Is Adam Carolla, Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Man show. Yeah. He oh, would always talk about home improvement. Oh. He would always talk about home improvement. Oh, he did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because he was like a man's man, that type of. Uh, thing. He was. Yeah, that was. His I never really watched stick. the show. So. Well, he was. He was on with Doctor Drew. Remember that show? Mm-hmm. What was that show called? Loveline. Yeah. Loveline. You, Jake. This is Jake's showing his age a little bit over here. <laughs> I, don't I mean, know. I didn't really watch it. I know. Well, it was, I a, it was a radio Drew. show. Oh, Doctor Drew and Adam Carolla, Love, yeah, yeah. Loveline, and radio? and like teen- teenagers would like call in and be like, um, I, <laughs> oh, God. I just got my uh, period. What should I do? Like, like they would ask like sex questions. Okay. And That's then cool. they would. There was Dr. Drew, who was supposed to be the medical guy mm-hmm. and like the straight, like the serious guy. And then Adam Carolla would be like, Oh, well, do you have a hammer or why don't you, you know, drill a hole? And shit like that, you know. In your period? I, I don't know. You <laughs> drill know, a he, hole in your period. He, he would go on long tangents about like home improvement, the masculine huh. comic relief. Oh, yes, okay. Yes. I mean, it's okay. I can kind of see that being like a radio show. Is, is Dr. Drew the same Dr. Drew that went on to do like a yep. network show? Probably and, and like yeah. pedal a bunch of like yeah he's pseudoscience turned in, he's turned into oh, a real asshole yeah I mean yeah. he's pretty famous yeah is he like doctor like I want to know the ranking the tier list of like the worst TV, TV doctors, doctors? <laughs> I can tell you number one Doctor Phil Doctor Oz Doctor Oz is my Those number are, one man off All the right. rip that's pretty good Doctor Oz is my number one and he's also running for uh, Senate no. office he's yeah. running for Senate for yeah. Senate in is it Pennsylvania <sighs> or yeah something like that. West Virginia, something like that. Yeah, he's. Oh, I think it is Pennsylvania because he's running against uh, Fetterman, right? Ah, uh, yeah. But uh, running as a Republican. Yeah. Which I, if that's a surprise to you, then you are ridiculous. No, because well, because Doctor Oz also he's also he's always been peddling like pseudo crap, pseudo crap, like, like yeah. superfoods and yeah, you know, garbage, just yeah. lying to everybody. Yeah, yeah he's not good. and like, but he's he's not the only one. There's a lot of people like him. Some of them are just, they're straight up have doctor in the title, mm-hmm. but then some of them, like, I feel like, um, I don't want to start naming names cause I could be wrong about some of them, but like not, I'm not saying these people are that, but like a Rachel Ray type figure uh-huh. where they all, they do that kind of shit too. Like they have a TV show and then they talk about certain foods or like, you know, this is a weight loss thing that I try uh, or whatever. Like, try that. And it's all bullshit. How do you right? say that? Acai Berry. Remember that? Yeah. That, how do you say that? Acai, acai. Yeah. acai. Yeah, yeah, I think that's it. Yep. Acai, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, that was the superfood. What was the like? Just put flax seeds in everything or something like that. That yeah. was a thing for a while. Yeah. But it was just like, and you know, they're just trying to sell. They're just trying to sell shit, right? Mm-hmm. But like, I yeah, I want to see a tier list of like the worst one to the to the slightly okay one. I think Doctor Oz is at the top, and then I think Doctor okay. Phil is number two. Yeah. Is. Are there any more doctors that you can name off the top of your head? And then I put Dr. Drew as number three. Some of, some of the stuff Dr. Drew says I like, but most but most of it I don't. Yeah. Okay. And then number four would be like Alex Jones. Mm. <laughs> Which, I mean, he's more of an actual doctor. Right. Like, yeah. True. He's like the true. Yeah. He's the truest right. doctor for sure. And then like Joe Rogan, number five. Mm. Yeah. I mean, what they sell like Alpha Brain, that's how I'm able to do this podcast. I take yeah. I pop a couple Alpha Brains. Chug, chug it with a you know a cold uh, mm-hmm. Bud Light, and I'm ready to fucking rock. Yeah, I have to have Alpha Brain before I get out of bed, mm-hmm. or I can't. I can't walk. I just don't know how to do it. 
Yeah, I believe you. And yeah. then have you tried a gorilla juice? It's pretty good too. I no. mix that in. You can mix that in with some little. Here's a my morning routine. <laughs> okay. You wake up. So you're talking about your morning routine. You take mm-hmm. those alpha brains. You dump them in a. Well, I like to keep a. Typically, there's four or five beers laying beside my bed. Some half drank, mm-hmm. you know, from the night before. Thirty pack. I can usually make it through. But if I don't, then when I wake up in the morning, I need to knock those out because that's work I left on the table. Yeah. And so I'm gonna knock those out. A couple alpha brain. Pour a little gorilla juice in there. That gives me the muscles that I have that uh, you see okay. today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that just gives you muscles. Yeah. Immediately. So yeah, yeah. you're basically transforming your body into a gorilla. And oh. they sell this at the zoos, but only gorillas can buy it. So. Okay. <laughs> Shit. So they got a direct line to those zoos. Mm, okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. So that's so kind of like a side market. For the guys out thing. there. Yeah, yeah. You know, ladies can do it too. Hey, ladies can do it too. Yeah, because so. I mean, if you think about it, how do gorillas get so strong? They just sit around all day. It's gorilla juice. It's got to be a gorilla juice. That's what they don't tell you. Yeah, because like, yeah, I mean, you'll see them working out. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. So everybody knows you got to work to get some. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they all do. Everyone yeah, says that. Everybody says that you got to work to get some. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. You got to work to get some. Muscles. Oh my God, Jake is showing me his. Bi- you have that tattoo on your bicep. <laughs> That's right. You See? have to work to get some. Yeah, yeah, right here. You have to work to <laughs> right. get some. And then, it's almost and like then it's there's a blank sentence. line. You just fill uh, it in. It's the mad oh, on your You have to I work see. to get some muscles. Yeah. You have to work to get some money. You wake up in the morning, you write what you, you, you're you getting that <laughs> That's day. what I'm doing today, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I take Alpha Brain. Uh-huh. And then I, I take Alpha Brain, and then I wait like five seconds. That's all it takes to, yeah. t- to activate. And Quick. then I'm like, oh, I know what I'm doing today, and I fill it in because otherwise, because uh, otherwise the alpha brain kind of wears off later in the day, and I got to remember looking yeah. at my bicep. That's why you got to take that second alpha brain later in the day. Yeah, keep yeah. You but stoked. Sometimes if you let it go too long, you forget to do that. So right, because your alpha you're brain's not thinking, wearing exactly. off. Exactly. You're just on the ground. You're basically brain dead if you're not on it. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> you're yeah. on the ground. Yeah. So, um, but you were mentioning. <laughs> I know we're going to talk about The Witcher here in just one moment, guys. Yeah. But I know you were mentioning uh, the dark web, and you wanted to bring that up. <laughs> You're super very. I don't want to talk about the dark web. I don't want to talk about the dark web. <laughs> I don't even know why I was like, let's talk about that. I'm just listen. I just regret. think it's it, as a programmer. I just thought it was interesting. I've never been. I've never been on the dark web before. Yeah. And uh, you're telling the, me about onions and stuff. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, I was just you know, it's cool. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just Jake's think. eyes are darting back and forth furiously. I just want to talk about medical marijuana for a second. Oh okay? boy. <laughs> Because medical marijuana. So you well, hold on. Nice CBD. transition. Yeah. 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 So this dude CBD was, on was CBD. a gateway drug. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> He's on the hard shit now. <laughs> so medical. You don't marijuana. mix that shit with your alpha brain. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna ask. It just became legal in Missouri, and I I got my card. Wait for medical, right? For medical. Okay. Yes. So I I got my card, mm-hmm. but then I start looking up the prices, and it's like insane prices. Yeah, stupid. So it's so stupid because it's just like you you go through all this shit, all these hoops to get your card, and then it's like, well, now you got to pay like fucking nine hundred dollars a month if you want to do anything. 
It's just, and then all it does is it just it just leads you into wanting to buy it through other means, okay? Jesus Christ. This guy started on CBD oil. Now he's on the dark <laughs> web buying drugs. <laughs> I Listen, I had a crash course in the, the dark web the, over the weekend, oh, or we this go. week, okay? Uh-huh. One, I found out that uh, phishing is prevalent on the dark web, okay? Because mm-hmm. it got me a few times. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Twice. Got you. <laughs> yeah, it got me twice. Okay. Um. I literally made like an account on this website, left, came back later, tried to go to the website again, mm-hmm. and I just tried to like search for it, and I got a fucking bogus link. Wow. And the link it got, and I put in my fucking password and did that thing where it's like, oh, we can't log you in right now. Uh-huh. And then I fucking got fished and I lost my account. Oh my. <laughs> and I was just God. just like that. I was like, oh my God, I've been on this thing for five wow. fucking minutes, and I'm already losing shit. So Damn. yeah, that was great. Luckily, I didn't like lose anything valuable. It was just like, right. Oh. But. Then I started looking up at like how that shit works. And it's just like, if when you're on the dark web, everybody, if you communicate with anybody, mm-hmm. you, they send it through like encrypted messages and you have to have like encryption keys on your machine that you encrypt your message with. And you have like a public key that you share with them and they use it to encrypt messages. It's just like, yeah. it's fucking crazy, man. It's kind of cool though. Yeah. But, that's uh, the future. Yeah. Ease but of use. I mean, yeah caveat is obviously there's a lot of fucking illegal shit on there it's uh-huh. really bad that you hey, i feel avoid. unsafe talking to you right now yeah i yeah. know it's kind of yeah but i just you know i took a little look at it and i yeah. was like okay this is kind of crazy do you uh, did you find value in it uh, in being on the dark web like could yeah. you find the weird shit that you're in the i mean <laughs> the drugs the drugs the drugs <laughs> the drugs um <laughs> like how that's the better boy. thing <laughs> Uh, I mean, you know, um, <laughs> oh God, <laughs> no, uh, okay. let's just Let's say medical marijuana prices are terrible. And, uh, if you look up the real market prices, yeah. uh, medical marijuana prices are like, they were like at least seven times more. Oh yeah. Like if yeah. you're buying them from a establishment, right? Yes. Yeah. And it's insane. So I, I have heard that in certain States they are, I think maybe it was Colorado. They are removing the taxes on a lot of uh, the medical yeah. from the facilities because they can't compete with the dealers because so many people are, because once you have right. your card, you can grow it yourself. And I think people are just growing yeah. it and buying and you selling to each other. You can grow a certain amount or something like that. Yeah. And so yeah. it's like, it's, they, it, yeah. but it's also just like here in Missouri, I, I think there's rules about like, you know, if you have a medical card, you have to buy it from Missouri grown or something like that. Like, or there's rules for importing it that like makes it really slow to import. So mm. it's just like, Stuff there isn't as much stock, and then that drives the prices up. And then just there's not as a whole lot of stores that have opened up so far either. So it's just a mix of all that. But it's just like God damn. Like if I wanted to go into the store right now and buy something just to get me by for like a couple weeks, it'd probably cost me uh, $150 at least. Wow. So did you see any? I know I asked this already, but <laughs> was there any like other value in like going to spending the time to go to the dark web. There was some interesting shit as far as like, do um, people use it for other stuff other than that? Oh yeah. It's, okay. Yeah. It's a lot of, uh, a lot of crypto stuff going on. Oh, I believe that. There was one thing I saw on there that was like a crypto. It was like a Bitcoin mixer is what it was called. Uh-huh. And what it is, is it's basically you put your Bitcoin in and then it kind of pulls it all together. And then it like, it's basically like laundering money. Oh, and it, cool. it like mixes it all up and then it like it gives you it over time or something and it like basically it's just like a laundry huh. i think it was called like a bitcoin laundry or something oh. now obviously i should stay i didn't participate in any of this shit yes jake is yes. i'm just saying here's what boy. i saw okay <laughs> and that was pretty crazy yeah. um i didn't see anything nft related 
though, uh, by the way. Probably because even they know that it's yeah. garbage. <laughs> I did see that. Oh, also, a pro tip. If anybody out there is thinking about doing this, uh-huh. the first thing you're going to find when you start searching, like, how do I find websites on the dark mm. web? Yeah. You're going to be like, oh, go to the hidden wiki. Do not go to anything that is called the hidden wiki. <laughs> oh, my okay? God. Sounds like you learned the hard way. I yeah. did learn the hard way. Wow. So there, the reason you don't go to anything that's called the hidden wiki is because there is not one the hidden wiki. Anybody can make a fucking wiki and call it the hidden wiki. Oh, my God. And URLs are basically like GUIDs. Like, they're just like random numbers and letters, mm-hmm. right? Um, so you you don't know what fucking website. So like if you go to a hidden wiki, it looks like oh here's a big old list of useful links. All of them are scams. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> all of them, and that's how people get fished and scammed. Because a lot of those will be like oh this is the name of a legitimate website and it it's a phishing site of yeah. of a legitimate legitimate website. Yeah. It's just like so yeah, never ever go to anything called the hidden wiki. Okay, go to. <laughs> If you're gonna, if you're trying to get into this shit, yes, people are your starting Googling. point. Your yes. starting point is dark dot fail. Okay, <laughs> that website you is your starting dark point. Web and now you're like, now he's this is here. Where you start. <laughs> Here's where you start. Dark dot fail because all that website is is it's basically just like a gateway of like, okay, if you're gonna do this shit, here's a rundown of how to do it, <laughs> and here are some actually safe links, and they're all like verified and like you can check them yourself with encryption and shit. So. Fair warning to anybody if they're trying to get into that shit. I just know people are confused because they don't know what phishing is and they literally think phishing. Oh, (laughs) no. That's going to be better. A better visual. Yeah. Phishing is where, like, you have a fake website that looks exactly like a website you're expecting. And when you try to log into it, uh, your credentials are going to somebody, like a hacker or somebody else that wants them. Just imagine what happens. Basically, what happens to every grandma on Facebook. Have you guys ever fallen? Are you hacked? I'm hacked. Have you guys ever fallen for a phishing thing? I usually don't open those emails. So you've never, ever gotten tricked by that? No. I may have when I was younger, but I can't remember ever falling for it. I got tricked by a Steam account one once. Wow. My friend got hacked, and his his Steam account got hacked, and he sent me a message, and he was just like, hey, I just got Portal from this website. Mm. And I was like, oh, shit. And I clicked on it, and it looked Uh, like a Steam website. I tried to log in, and Yeah. yeah, immediately lost my account. Somebody wow. immediately changed it. That's crazy. Yeah, it's just it should could just happen out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's just like all yeah. it has to do is catch you off guard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you like trust the friend. Exactly. Like, it would have to be one of my friends that I talk to a lot. Yeah. Sending me a link for me to click it because yeah, any link I look at, I'm just like no. Yeah, like, and it was just perfect too because it was just like literally somebody was just like oh shit portal. Yeah. And then just like yeah. a, a URL, and I was like oh fuck, and I went there and it was mm-hmm. like claim portal or whatever, and it yeah. looked part super of it legit. is just being super jaded and like narcissistic or not narcissistic, but uh, <laughs> narcissistic, su- uh, <laughs> super jaded about the internet and like I forget what I can't think of the other word, but yeah, like anytime I look at anything, I just don't trust it. Oh, it's like mostly super scary. pessimistic. Pessimistic, and, yeah. yes. Pessimistic yeah. and uh, sus- suspicious, I guess would be yeah. kind of the word for it. Yeah. yeah, I get that. But I think that's a, a good lot way of, to be. But I still, you know, I can get caught off guard though. Occasionally. Yeah, it no, I, yeah. I mean, I'm also like, lazy, and I'm just mm-hmm, like, I just yeah. want this thing that I'm trying to do to work. I'm going to do it. Right? Yep. Yeah. Having Discord, you get those messages constantly. All the time. Oh yeah. yeah. But yeah. I Discord out. is super, yeah, predictable, especially if it comes from somebody you don't know. Right. Yeah. Then yeah. you're just like, fuck it. Well, we did promise people we would talk about The Witcher at least in the title description. So that's I true. Think maybe we should do that. Yeah. And all uh, the people. All the people want it. They're they're waiting. They want to hear what we have to say about The Witcher. That's right. The Witcher dot onion. Let's talk about it. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. We'll talk about The Witcher in just a moment. We'll be right back. 
Welcome back to Binge or Cringe. I'm your host, Cassidy Boland. With me today is Jake Lund. Hello. And Josh Eisma. Hello. Today we are going to be talking about The Witcher. Uh, a quick background. Have you guys played any of The Witcher games or read any of The Witcher books? I played uh, the shit out of The Witcher 3. Yes. I yes, played it yes. all the way through, did all the most Damn. of the side stuff. You played the whole thing? Played the whole thing. Damn. Loved before before the first season? Yep. Before the first season. Loved it. Wow. I played like a third of that game. I played almost all of Witcher 2, but I didn't get very far in 3. But I really like the game. It's, yeah. It is a very, very long game. Really? Okay. Yes. It felt long. that way when I was playing yeah, it. Yeah. It's very long. Is it good? The game? Yeah. It's super good. And what's funny is the whole time you're playing it, you're like, holy shit, this should be like a Game of Thrones style TV show. Oh. Right? Because it's like, it's written really well. It's like, it's very episodic feeling. Um, so, like, I, people have been saying that for a long time, that this should just be a TV show, right? Right. And now it is. Well, today we're going to be covering episode one, A Grain of Truth. Uh, I was watching the whole episode trying to think, where does this come in? Why is it called that? Why is it called A Grain, Grain of, of truth? truth? Yeah. Um, but th- we're actually, this is season two, episode one. We're not starting on season one because... We have you watched season one, Josh? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so we've all watched season one. Yes. What are our impressions of season one? I really liked season one. I watched it twice because I liked it mm. a lot. Um, you have a Discord server dedicated to <laughs> <laughs> Henry right. Cavill. Henry Cavill. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you would say I'm a, I'm a fan of Henry Cavill. You're a Henry head. I'm a Henry head. <laughs> we'll say it. <laughs> um, but uh, that's a good name. <laughs> Henry. Uh, that's what he is. Um, yeah. So I'm a Henry head. He, and <laughs> season one, uh, I thought season one was really good. I thought it was really tough to pull off though, because it was everybody, all the main characters were on separate timelines, Yeah, yeah, yeah. which made it really difficult to kind of figure out like what was happening, what the importance of everything was, how everything related to each other. Yeah. Um, so that was my only kind of criticism of season one, uh, yeah. but it, it did make sense in the end because Ultimately, it had to do that because, one, it was kind of doing a lot of world building that season. And, two, the original book series, which I have not read the books, but I've read about the books. And the first several books, or maybe just the first book, is a series of short stories. So the short stories set up the different characters in the books. So that it really kind of matches how the books did it, too. That's cool. That's actually really good to hear, too, that it matches up like that. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like how do we take this short story format and turn it into a TV show? And I thought that they like did a pretty good job of that. It fell down in a few places, but yeah. ultimately, there were some episodes from season one that I absolutely loved. So it I, that makes total sense because that's it felt um, almost like those old uh, like Xena and Hercules to me, where it was like mm-hmm. episodes yep. were very. Yeah, an episode could be self-contained, and then there would be like an episode about the main, like main storyline. But it will be nice if those like self-contained ones are like callbacks in season two. Would be really nice and rewarding to have happen. Yeah, yeah. because like I I think of it like as um, the Avatar series, which I watched pretty recently. Like when I was getting through the first season, there were so many episodes like that where it was. Like, oh, nothing happened this episode. It was just like a one-off. Like fil- like anime filler? Yeah, it felt like something. anime yeah. filler. But those always actually paid off later. 
Okay. So you you go into it and you don't know the rest of the story, so it feels like it's a one-off. Yeah. But then later on, it's like, oh, actually, this ties in over here. Right. So I'm hoping The is, Witcher's yeah. doing that. It feels like it is. Yeah. It, oh, it certainly is. Yeah. Um, everything that happened in season one is like, it. everything, all the stories and stuff from season one are meant to set up the characters and like have importance, right? So like, yeah. in season one, like when uh, Geralt first met Yennefer, like that is a very important thing. You know, I don't know if you guys remember from season one, but the, remember the gin episode about kind of the genie in the bottle? Uh, yeah. So the whole thing, that episode ended with Geralt making a wish, and then it never tells you what the wish is until later, where it kind of hints that the wish was like for Yennefer to love him or something like that. Uh-huh. And then Yennefer finds out about that, and that kind of causes this like schism, basically, this, them to kind of split up a little bit. Oh, okay. So like all of that stuff is important, basically, for building the characters. Man, it makes me want to rewatch the first season. It's yeah. That's kind of how I felt when I watched first yeah. episode yeah, yeah me too mm-hmm. there was definitely some characters who i had forgotten for yep. sure so yep. and i like the, uh, so we can talk about the world right like mm-hmm. i love the world of the witcher like it yeah. is so good and so cool um and so it even if you know at times the writing isn't the best or i'm not into a certain story element just being in that world it's like kind of like skyrim where it's just yeah. like mm-hmm. I like the feeling of it. Like the, oh, yeah. the winter. One thing on this episode, especially was like the winters are great. Like yeah. even like game of Thrones is the same way where it's like towards the end. I kept watching because I was invested in this like world building, but I mean, yeah, that one went off a cliff, but still I watched because I was like, well, I like all of the elements here, just not how they're being used. Right. Um, Witcher has like a special part with how prevalent monsters are. Yes. And monsters are just fucking cool. <laughs> and the, yeah. And the one other thing I like about the called the whole world of the Witcher is like it has magic in it, but it there's a rule set to all the magic and stuff. Uh-huh. Like there's rules to curses. There's rules to that shit. Yeah. Like in this episode, um there it involves a uh What's his name? The guy that they meet up with in the episode. Oh, uh, the boar guy? Yeah, the guy that's like uh, half Boromir. Nevelin, yeah, yeah, that's it. Like that? yeah. He uh, he's cursed with this like curse that kind of like turns him into a boar, and it kind of reveals throughout the episode like why he was cursed and stuff. Which I want to I won't get to that part yet. But he's he when he's describing the curse at the dinner table with Geralt, Geralt asks, "Oh, there's always every curse has a cure. Like, what were the words that she used? Yeah, right. Yeah, and like he kind of had trouble or acted like he had trouble recalling the words to the curse." But it's just like, I love the fact that people get cursed with this shit. And there's, if you listen to the words of the curse, you can kind of figure out how to res- how to f- fix the curse, yeah. right? And it's cool because that's like Geralt's thing. It's like, yeah. it would be like uh, anyone come, like, this is my job to do this. So he comes over and he's like, oh, you have a curse? Well, what does it sound like? Mm-hmm. It would be like the plumber coming over and be like, well, what is this kitchen sink? What kind of sounds are making? And then they can figure out <laughs> what you got wrong with your kitchen sink. Same thing, except as a curse that turns someone into a boar. <laughs> yeah, he's similar. Like a, he's a plumber, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we can kind of just go through. Uh, we can go through the story and be go through the beats and talk about it. So basically, yeah. it kicks off with merchants being killed. I will say at the very beginning. The first thing when that cart's rolling in, I got uh, Skyrim vibes. Yeah. You know how it starts? I was like, <laughs> oh, true. Skyrim. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, cool. There's no pat like the prisoners in the back. 
So right. it's not. Um, <laughs> but um, when the mer- so the merchants roll into this town and then they're killed off by something you can't see, basically. Right. Yeah. A really a pretty good opener. We're like, yeah, they roll into town and this this merchant's like in the middle of this kind of dead town. Yeah. And he's just kind of screaming. He's just like, somebody, I need lodging and stuff. Right. And then like. They, As you would do, like that's what you do when you go to like a hotel, right? Yeah, just, I need right. lodging. <laughs> you stand outside until someone comes out. Yeah, exactly. Lodging. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like he's he's like uh, he's like close to what looks like an inn or something, just like screaming at the inn, and then the two people on the cart yeah. get attacked. Yeah, um, yeah. I think at one point did the cart get thrown or something? Like it looked something happened. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. Oh, somebody's body got thrown. Yeah, like next to him. on the ground. Yeah. yeah, I thought that scene was pretty cool, honestly, because I was just like, it was kind of a sharp, scary thing, and it was just like, it was like a good way to like reintroduce you to the world a little bit. It's just like, yeah, by the way, this shit happens all the time in this world. Yeah, I mean, I liked it, but it did feel a little predictable, like, like cliche so, a little bit. Yeah, it felt yeah. cliche. So many shows. And I get it because it hooks you in. You're like, oh, there's a monster. I want to see cool monster now. Yep. Yeah. So you're like, I guess what that happens next? What cool monster me want to see? Yeah, me? Yeah. Show monster! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then and then it cuts to a boring battlefield. No monster. <laughs> and I, I will say, though, too, that scene is very quick. It's yeah, just like, it was actually. It doesn't really try to waste your time, which I appreciate because it's like, yeah, you kind of know what that scene is. So yes. it's not going to waste your time. You've seen it so many times. Yeah. But yeah, I did appreciate that they just were like, yeah. monster kill these people. Okay. Mm-hmm. Monster yeah. kill bad. Monster kill bad. <laughs> <laughs> Witcher, good. He kill monster. <laughs> yes. I'm cool with that. You know what, though? Witcher has this place where it's not too serious. Oh, like, yeah. And Which, it's yeah. it's in a good spot where it's not dumb and corny, but it's not serious and brooding. It's it like can, right in the middle. Yeah, it where can, it's like and it I can, can take some dumb stuff here and, mm-hmm. and be fine. Yeah, you know. And it can swing around a little bit too, like it yeah. does in this episode. There's some silly fucking shit in yeah, this episode. Yeah, uh, I and I like that. I like yeah, the contrast. I yeah. Um, I thought it was gonna be when it first started off. I thought it was gonna be like a darker, more like brooding. Honestly, like, uh, what was a Snyder Batman? Oh, God, yep. Because when we first see Geralt, he has, like, that super deep voice. Mm-hmm. And he, he was like, at one point, he actually says, where is she? And I was like, whoa, <laughs> like, what? Where is she? Yeah, I was like, uh-oh, Batman yeah. coming in. Right, because it opens with, so there's, like, a it shows the battlefield, which is where the first oh, season this is, ended. Yeah, and this is where he says that. Yeah, he's looking for Yennefer because he's yep. looking for Yennefer. I forget what happened. So at the be- at the end of the first season, he's near this battlefield, mm-hmm. but he's avoiding it. He's like going around it. This battlefield was in Witcher Three so much. I- you remember this in the game? Oh no, I don't remember. Oh this. man, I remember. Oh, was seeing this the this- marshes and stuff? I remember. I don't know if this is the marshes, but I remember this battlefield a lot. Huh. Okay. And he was looking for Yennefer. It was like in the beginning of the Witcher yeah, Three. Yeah, I can do kind of. So maybe that. we're yeah. into that now. So. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of overlay to Witcher 3. I kept finding myself thinking like, oh, this is like the game. Oh, yeah, right. this is like the which, game. Yeah, Witcher 3 also does similar to what this TV show does, which is it takes the core stories and it changes them a little bit and it kind of moves them around a bit, and, yeah. but it uses the same elements. I see. 
so yeah, we go to the battlefield. Basically, he's looking for Unifer and Unifer's old uh, teacher, who that woman is. I've right. kind of forgotten that, but um, she's also looking for her. I don't remember what happened with them. She's she's doing this cool thing where she's like she's like leaning down on people who are either dead or dying, uh-huh. and she's like putting her like hand on their head, and she's looking at like their last moments being alive. Yeah. And I was just like, that's kind of cool. And she's, she's doing that because she's trying to find out what happened to Yennefer. So she's literally looking at them dying in battle. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to keep my dog from not... He always goes crazy. Over. He always gets excited when we talk about the witch. Yeah, he wants to go around and start pulling stuff down from the counters and when stuff. When you say Cavill, he acts just like you act when the word <laughs> <Yeah>. comes out. <laughs> exactly. So... Um, yeah, but basically she's like trying to go through their last moments alive to see if she can find what happened to Yennefer, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, I like the scene where the guy, uh, well, like one of the guys like had his face smashed with a horse you and he's like laying there on the ground. Oh, yeah, his yeah. last moments. Yeah. That looked, it looked like pretty gruesome. There were some really Those gruesome were pretty, stuff. Yeah, from that first this, person perspective. Yeah. Last moments. That was mm-hmm. cool. There was some like gore, like yeah. legit yeah. gore in this, and it and I like mean, you it looked could, I, good. I thought it was cool too how she was like she would react to it like she was there. Too. Yeah. So she was yeah. like, like this is not fun for her what she's doing, but she's right. really trying to find Yennefer. So what was what was the relationship? So she was the teacher to Yennefer. She yeah. was yeah she was that like main like teacher lady from season one that yep. like first introduced brought Yennefer to that temple and like introduced her to all the magic and oh okay. all that stuff. Man, I need to rewatch it. I remember some of the scenes like when they were like around that big pool of water. I yeah, do you you don't remember that um, the 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 witches that didn't make it, like the people who didn't make oh, it through yeah, training, just, got yeah. turned into electric eels that That's powered the water thing. I'm thinking that about. powered oh. the magic in the temple. Like it's some That's crazy shit. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then we see, yeah. So Geralt and uh, Siri show up. They are basically like, yeah, we're looking forward to you. Uh, and we cut over to them talking uh, by the fireplace. It's one of those, like, they're talking about, like, their destiny. Like, uh, Siri says, I'm your destiny. And that's what he thinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. There's there's much more to say about that. Um, we see, I wrote here, Yennefer's teacher can't vibe hard enough to find her. Because <laughs> yeah. she's, like, she's using all that magic shit. And she's, like, I can't sense I her can't anywhere. I can't find her. Yeah. yeah. And kind of weirdly just assumes she's dead. Yeah. Which is, like, if you don't find her body, that means she might not be dead. You know what I mean? Which was kind of weird to me. Yeah. It didn't make a whole lot of logical yeah. sense. So I thought that was strange. And then also it was kind of strange how Geralt just immediately accepted, like, walked yeah. up to the strange lady yeah. who he didn't know yep. and kind of asked her, like, I am looking for Yennefer, basically. And she's like, why? And she was, he was just like, well, just, do you know what happened to her? Yeah. And she didn't even say anything. He was just like, oh, she's dead. <laughs> and, and he gave up. Yeah, he gave yeah, up, that, which that. seemed a little bit weird. Like, that was kind of weird to me. There could have, there should have been a little more there. Yeah. To make it, like, maybe like a fake body or something. You know, something. Right. And I, the only thing that kind of gives me pause with that is at the end of season one, she does this, like, crazy fire spell that kills a shitload of people and she was it's like a forbidden magic and like she used like all her power to do it and shit like that so like yeah. the only thing that makes me think is like oh maybe they can't find her body because they assume she just like vaporized uh, that shit. okay yeah so that's kind of how i made sense of it but i, I wish that. they would have 
said that more. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, just oh, a little line. Like, yeah, like, you know, said something. We about knew she that. was dealing with fire magic. She's mm-hmm. probably right. Incinerated. She she used herself up or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, so then we go over to Yennefer. We do see she's alive. She's with. Um, I wrote some mage lady. She was yeah. a character in the first season, but I did not remember her. She was like leading. So Nilfgaard, which I think is a hilarious name because <laughs> it reminds me of Milfgaard. Yep. Um, they were like, they're the big bad army that's like basically invading the entire land. They're, mm-hmm. they're a southern army. They're pushing north and they're taking a bunch of territory. Uh, they're the ones that invaded and killed um, Ciri's parents in the first season. So like they... They had that big battle, and they killed off, I think, her father, and then the mom retreated back to their city, and then the city got raided by them. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, they're just like this big bad army, and they're, they like, they, they're kind of a cult, too. Like, they worship this god who has powers, and, like, so they have a lot of mage armies. And I don't know if you remember from season one, but they were literally – they would sacrifice humans – and like turn them into fireballs basically and then launch them out of catapults. It was awesome. I don't remember <laughs> that. I remember that. See, first yeah. season was good. Yeah. yeah. First season <laughs> had some crazy shit in go it. Go back to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that was, so they're using this like forbidden magic that the mages are not supposed to use uh-huh. to attack and stuff. So it was this big battle um, where they were about to basically take, like if they had won that battle, they would have basically just ran free over the whole continent. Um, and they, uh, fortunately for them, they lost the battle. So, that but they capture Jennifer and that's why she's like kidnapped basically. So she's with those guys. Those are yeah. the bad guys. Yeah. Uh, okay. Did did that mage that's has her captive? Did she used to be in that group with them? Yes. In the mage group. Okay. They gotcha. both. That that was the vibe. Went to I got. the same mage group. Oh. Okay. The same mage academy. I'm remembering yeah. now. Mm. Okay. So and she's like kind of an outcast of that academy now because she joined she the Nilfgaard. Oh. Right. Which part of that, man, there's so much lore here. I forgot. <laughs> part of going to that mage school is like, I think at the end, you become a mage for a kingdom's court. Oh, so I think right. it's like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Jennifer like you, was like, I don't want to go assigned. here. Yeah, yeah. You got like right. assigned a court, basically. Mm-hmm. And so um, that lady got assigned Nilfgaard and she went to Nilfgaard. And then Yennefer went somewhere, but she was just like, fuck this, and just went off and started yeah. doing her own thing. Yeah. So um, we go back to uh, Geralt and Ciri, and they're heading to Kaer Morhen, the witcher's home, where yeah. all the witchers are from. And so this is where those people were killed, right? Kaer Morhen? Or, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, they, they, they're walking by that town from the beginning. And that's Kaer Morhen. No, this is just like a town between there and Caremore. Oh, okay. So like they're walking by this town, uh, which is where the town where the merchants got killed. Okay. And uh, so. I think they walk through it and they're like, wow, a bunch of people are dead. So they're like literally gone. a side quest. Kind of, yes. Yeah. 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 And um, so, yeah, they walk through there and then they come across this manor, which is like a little bit away from the town. Because he was like, oh, we need to go to visit my friend. This mm-hmm. town looks suspicious. Well, they didn't even know his friend was there. Remember? Because he's just like, they're I, just trying to walk through and they go to this manor, I think. No, I thought, I thought they, he said he was going to go to his old friend. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, because okay. they went to the town and they were like, oh, it's oddly quiet. He got like gotcha. a weird vibe. Okay. I know yeah. someone lives nearby. So I must have missed that. Put yeah. it in the GPS. Yeah, put it in the GPS. <laughs> Side uh, stop, yeah. He uses, so something I noticed is like, the horse is like going wild and he uses his axe to like, uh, calm the horse, his magic, witcher magic. Yep. Um, and then he like cuts a piece off of a wolf and he like puts it in his mouth and he eats it. And he's like, you know, that helps him figure out where he's going or whatever. And it really, 
so much of this show I think I like because it is like a D&D campaign. Yeah. Like it's like you're just yeah. watching him do quests. It's true. It's and true. Like, it really is. Yeah. And I I mean I have no complaints about that. Like I like that. Formula. Yeah, I like that too. But so he's like, "Okay, I can't do this quest yet. There's no one here. I'm going to go over to my buddy Nivelin and see what he's doing." Mm-hmm. And then so he goes over there and Nivelin's been trans- transformed into like a boar guy. Yeah, I lo- I liked the scene where he got introduced because like they walk in and then like all of the basically like ghost shit starts happening. Yeah, and like Geralt's like, oh god, like gets his sword out and shit and like like stay on the horse, and then like doors start slide slamming closed, like the shutters start like flapping open and closed and stuff, and it's just like, and then the guy comes like flying out of the the house and just lands on top of Geralt. Um, During it was- that, it will. <laughs> It kind of looked bad. <laughs> <laughs> the flying part? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That looks kind of weird. I was like, okay. Yeah. There's definitely... I wish they had a bigger budget for this show. I mean, you can tell they have a good budget because 90% of the time it looks really good. Every once in a while, a practical effect looks kind of weird. It I looks... Know. Yeah. And yeah, so... But yeah, he jumps out on Geralt and basically like, come inside, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. And they're like, wait, girl? And he's like, wait, what? And yeah. 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 Um, but overall, I thought he looked good, like as the beast character. Yeah, I thought his makeup outside and of those, was good. Yeah, outside of those, just like. But he's from. You know who that is, right? That's a guy from Game of Thrones. It's Tormund. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's oh. him. Yeah. I didn't oh, recognize yeah. him without his beard. Without the beard, yeah. now it makes sense. Yep, yep. that's Tormund. Okay. Wow. Well, yeah, he was great. I yeah. really like that character. He was really good. Um, yeah. So they come inside, and then like, he's just. <laughs> I like the flying tub. Yes. Came down. I thought I was watching I like fucking, it was like Beauty and the Beast. Yes, yes it was exactly, Beauty. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. what I was thinking. I was like, oh, this is like I thought it was fucking Beauty and the Beast horror dude. movie. I was laughing so hard every time he like fucking raised his hand. Yeah. And then I love how when he spawned a shit out of nowhere, it was just it just like it fell from the ceiling. Yeah, it was all over the place, food flying everywhere. <laughs> yeah. That's that like cheesiness. That's great. Yes, I yeah. loved that. I thought that was so good. Like just needed some singing. Yeah. yeah, it's it was very it felt very self aware of like <laughs> even there's a scene where he goes and he like looks out the big pane window and it's like that's literally oh, a yeah. scene from Beauty and the oh, Beast. Oh, they're yeah. totally riffing on Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, for totally. Sure. Yeah. So it was it was self aware, really good. Yeah, I loved that whole. I like, every time he spawned something, I just giggled. Those <laughs> yeah. Like, and he did like the trick with the lights. He turned yeah, on the yeah. Lights he always on. used his hands too. He yeah, always put his hands out like he's theatric. doing magic. Yeah, which also makes sense because you know Beauty and the Beast is like a theatrical thing. Right. He was a theatrical oh, yeah. character, and he even looks like Beast. Kind yeah. of. Yeah. You know? yeah. So the, yeah. He has the, the, the tusks and yep. all that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. They had a conversation. Um, I liked the story where I liked that they did the character building where he was telling the story about the wyvern that he killed. Yeah. And he was like, he's like, but Geralt let me um, turn in the head to my father to prove that I could do it. Right. And then Geralt was like, well, I got paid either way. So what what do I care? Mm -hmm. And it felt just like a dialogue selection of like. (laughs) Like when you did that quest, you're like, yeah. do you let him turn it in or do you turn it in? <laughs> it was like perfect. It I actually read your save data from Witcher 3. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Depending on what choice you made, it showed you a different scene. That's what it felt like. Yeah. It was like you did him good earlier in the right, game. So yeah. now it's paying off. Yeah. I needed the screen to like tint blue a little bit to be like good, like a callback <laughs> to an earlier choice. Right. Yeah. Oh. It was good. It was good character building though for for Geralt because it was just like, yeah, Geralt's kind of a softy a little bit. Like, 
It so, did get touchy feely. Yeah. In those scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good. But I thought it was good. Yeah, it was good. Making him kind of, I feel like they're setting him up as a very fatherly figure for Siri, probably. Like that. That's kind of the vibe yeah. I got because it's just like, oh, he's kind of like the good father. Like he does honorable things, even though he, you know, as a witcher, he's supposed to not have any like emotions and shit like that. Right. So he's, yeah, it's showing like his moral compasses. Yeah. He's got like aligned. a, yeah, he seems like a noble dude, morally yeah. good dude. And I, another part of this episode is like, well, I guess it's kind of more later, but they're, they're going through the, the mansion. They're kind of getting the tour. He gives her a bath, like he sets, he gives her a bathtub or whatever in her, in that room randomly. And then like leaves her to it. And then while she's in the bathtub, she hears some like crawling around in the ceiling. And then it even shows a little brief camera thing where like it shows somebody like peeking through the ceiling at her in the bathtub, which I was, which kind of creeped me out. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. That whole scene was creepy. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, here you go. This guy's not. Yeah. So I like like the forebodingness that they built. So it tips you off that he's hiding something immediately, which I liked. And then it keeps hinting at that. He would always just avoid questions and stuff like that. Yeah. Which was good. Um, We cut over to Yin's old teacher and she's still trying to find her, find Jennifer. And so she does a, she tortures one of the Nilfgaard guys to try to get information. Mm -hmm. That scene was also pretty brutal. Yeah. Like her, like she like put her hands on his head and basically wiped his whole, did the men in black thing where she Mm -hmm. like wiped his memory. That was so good too, because like it was just, it was pure acting, right? Cause it was just like, all she was doing was standing there holding her head. Like there was nothing gruesome. Like there were no knives or anything. He was just holding the back of her head and then describing what she was doing. Yeah. And then the guy was just like screaming. And I thought that whole scene was really good. Cause it was really good audio work, like audio design there to make you it's yeah. It's, uh, visually, it's just someone touching someone's head. Yeah, but it was so intense. Was, yeah. And then the way she described what she was doing and then he reacted to it. And yeah. like, I thought that whole thing was really well done. I liked how brutal it was too. Like, yeah, because like, it was so like, brutal. I'm going to just yeah. wreck you, son. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, I just thought it was amazing how it was so brutal. But like, if you were to just look at it from one camera angle with all the effects removed, it's just a girl holding a guy's head. Right. <laughs> like, yep. It's cool. Um, we go back to... Jennifer, she's walking with the Nilfgaard. They're basically going to turn her in yeah. for money or, you know, uh, like reputation to get mm-hmm. their reputation back. Not a whole lot really happened in that storyline, but we'll get. Yeah, they just kind of checked it. in on her every once yeah. in a while. Just like, here's Jennifer. She's been kidnapped. Um, yeah. She's in chains. And then, then, yeah, basically Nilfgaard lady is planning to basically sacrifice her and be like, yeah, I messed up this invasion, but hey, I got you this mage, which. Right. You know, I think Yennefer might be the most powerful mage. I think that's the word in the Witcher world. Yeah. Is that she is. Yeah. Um, Cersei, we go back to her and, or not Cersei. (laughs) (laughs) Siri. 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 Um, We go back to them and uh, she basically tells a story about how like her house was burned down and her family was killed. Mm -hmm. Which is also like this the fucking boilerplate D and D character backstory. <laughs> yeah. My, so I watched true. my family die. Now I'm on a mission. <laughs> um, I did feel like that scene was a little bit weird. I mean, I think, I don't know. It was I, just kind of weird. Like it seemed unprompted. Yes. When I, she started to describe to that. go into her backstory. Yeah. Uh, 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 un, uh, un, uh, yeah, unprompted or un. Uh, yeah. You know, he and wasn't she was trying just very to intense about it. And I felt like the acting was just a little bit off in that yeah. part. But yeah. it, it didn't like ruin it for me or anything. But so Geralt's standing outside for a while, and I thought it was weird that his horse, um, 
it's the second time in this episode where the horse is like freaking out and he's like, Oh, maybe something's wrong. Yeah. I thought it was kind of weird that the horse always knew before him and he's supposed to yeah. be the guy that has all the senses and the witcher guy. Right. Yeah, that's true. I think he's, well, I think he's kind of like using his intuition, like, Whoa, why is my horse keep getting spooked? Right. To, to kind of trigger his suspicion a little bit, but yeah. Yeah. I think though, with witchers, they don't get the super high sensitivity and shit until they do those potions. Oh, they got to get yeah. high like, on their So later in the supply. episode where he does the potion and his <laughs> eyes turn black, Yes, that's when he like can detect sounds and all that now, shit. Now, are you for sure that didn't happen to you when you did that CBD oil? <laughs> I thought we were getting into I, dark yeah, web again. <laughs> honestly, I had to turn it off at that point because I was like, this is too, 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 too real. real. <laughs> too relatable. Yeah, too relatable yeah. for me. Uh, one of the... <laughs> One of my favorite scenes from this, we go to the dagger throwing scene. Uh-huh. And you knew that motherfucker was cheating the whole time. <laughs> yeah. you could. Start. I loved it. Every time he threw a dagger, you could just see the look on Geralt's face yeah. like, what the fuck is this bullshit? That was, that was really good. Yeah. Um, he also talked about the origins of witchers, which I thought was good during that, mm-hmm. given like how they're made, like to take like herbs and like basically like Spartans, you know, like no yeah. emotions. Mm-hmm. So they're, like they're taken as small children and they're taken to care Morhan and then they're given like all these potions and shit and then like there's like a small percentage survival rate basically but at the end of it they're like stripped of all emotions they have all this like physical ability and like all this sensitivity and like ability to be immune to shit and like it basically turns them into a super soldier for killing monsters what yeah. It does. yeah which is a very prevalent sort of backstory yeah. for like a mm-hmm. hero guy which if you are interested in that backstory so like earlier in the episode um girl references Halo here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, master chief was actually uh, <laughs> of the spartan 2 program the spartan okay. 1 program was a failure um, no. <laughs> um so the uh earlier in the episode Geralt references a karen morhan getting attacked uh-huh if netflix actually put out a movie this over oh, the animated one yeah the I animated one it. is about that oh. it's about that entire um like care Morhan getting attacked and why it got attacked and kind of some backstory there so highly recommend watching that i need to watch it i keep not meaning bad. to then we have maybe i don't know there was there were a lot of good scenes in this you know like yeah. and they like varied so wild, wildly like the scene like the welcome to my manor scene where he's doing all the food stuff was great yeah. And then be you my have guest, this, be my yeah, guest. Yeah, be yeah, be my guest. It's literally yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we, I think this might be my second favorite scene is where Verena, I believe is her name, she comes crawling yes. out of the ceiling. Holy fucking! That's what I got shit. into it. I was I like, all right. <laughs> that was the creepiest fucking shit, dude. You didn't. I did not expect it to be no. that creepy. No, that was good. That was that good. was so good. Was like even shit. the like. <laughs> yeah. Like. Oh my God, that was so good. Cause like, yeah, it was like crawling in and then like when she was on the bed and Siri woke up yeah. to talk to her, even then I was creeped the fuck out. Cause she kept like doing those like flash yeah, movements like around, and like yeah. her eyes were all fucked up. It was just so creepy. They did it really well. Um, yeah. That I was shocked at how good that was. That yeah. was so good. And the whole time you're thinking, is it going to, is she going to kill her? Like, yeah. what is she going to do here? And, and it's trying to make you like also feel for her too because she's like right. oh she's yeah. not bad right? yeah she's like just like S- yeah stay the night just- and it's kind of setting Geralt up to kind of be the bad guy right because like, right. Geralt's yeah. like oh I'm just like if Geralt knew about her he'd just kill her right because she literally told her this will be our little secret like right. you know look out for me yeah because he's gonna try to kill me if he knows about me right what tipped Geralt off to knowing she was there 
Geralt um, he went was in to, the hallway. He went back to the town. Uh-huh. So I actually loved this scene. So like oh, he, he left. She flies. Yeah. <laughs> or it flies. It flies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it just cuts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's like, he's basically doing what you do in the Witcher the games. The Witcher games. Which is where you activate de- detective vision <laughs> and you follow tracks. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, Dude. He's, he's just looking around, looking at the tracks. Tracks, and then, tracks. I don't remember what happens in the town, but something just makes him go, it flies. Yeah. And then it just like cuts back to the mansion, which I, I thought that was like kind of cheesy, but I also yeah. loved it. Like I thought that was kind of hilarious. It, <laughs> yeah. It definitely wasn't like, it didn't make sense that he would know just what it was and where it was based on knowing it flies. Yeah. I think he had an idea that it was hiding in the house or something. I don't, oh, okay. He's, he's cluing stuff together throughout the episode. I see. Yeah. Like they he were knows probably the guy's other hiding something. That I missed, yeah. yeah. He knows about the curse thing. He said something about love and blood in the curse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I think Geralt's like, he's pretty smart and he's putting that shit together. And he also like, he's like an encyclopedia of, of monster knowledge. Yeah. Like, so he knows what monsters do. Like he knows like, what are the signs of certain monsters? So he figures out what it is. He figures out what's he, what do you call it? Like a Brexit. Uh, <laughs> one of those is a little more scary than the other. Uh, Bruxa. Bruxa. Yeah. That's right. Which is definitely not a vampire. It is something different. It's yeah. a human that can have more mouths. Like she had like two rows of teeth. Yeah. It was um, like, yeah, they definitely, I like how, I like how she looked. She looked cool. Yeah, she was a cool. I thought you were into her there for a sec. I like how she looked. I like how she looked. She need to feed the nightmare. And like, and it was so, (laughs) it was clever what they did with that scene with Siri too, because like she looked human and like relatable, even though she moved creepy and stuff, and she had those weird eyes. She looked like she was scared. Yeah, scared. She looked innocent. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm. Yeah. Um, I really liked uh, the fight scene. Was really cool. Yeah. Um, I really liked the whole dynamic of uh, she was like it set up earlier that the guy had tried to kill himself a bunch. The yeah. uh, boar guy. Mm-hmm. And then she had been feeding on him every night. Yeah. Like Geralt finds her feeding on him. Yeah, that's true. And, and he's, he's like, like sleeping. Basically, yeah. And, and she's just like, yeah, eating, like sucking his blood out of yeah. his neck. So he goes in and he busts it up and he then fights with her and everything. And yeah. you throughout the entire fight, you don't know who's good and who's bad. Yep. Like, yeah. like, is she actually good? Yeah. Like, it seems like this is mutually beneficial. Right. And like, you still kind of have a little bit of like, because I still feel like, oh, she's innocent. He's got to figure it out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of trying to trick you a little bit into thinking she's innocent, kind of. Right. And kind of setting Geralt up like, oh, he's overreacting. He's kind of a monster. Like, he's kind of a machine, basically. He doesn't care. Right. He just indiscriminately will yeah. kill you if you're a mon- monster. And Siri is, like, yep. kind of, like, you know, trying to have be more moral about it. And like yeah, every they have time, a lot of dialogue about it. Yeah, they about do. like, well, who is a monster? People, all people monsters? Right. That kind of stuff. Yeah. I just thought that whole scene... I thought the scene was cool where, like, she, like, turned and screamed. And it, like shot Geralt into the wall yeah. and it was just like doing this like fucking sound yeah. shit and he was just like on the wall like he couldn't move <laughs> that was cool and it like knocked a bunch of shit off the wall and then he like picked up a spear and like stabbed the ceiling to like cause he like I thought that was cool too he like heard where she was in the ceiling and like stabbed up yeah, and got her that was good that was cool he uh Geralt kill uh well no not Geralt well yeah Geralt kills her um, Eventually, in this fight scene, so like he he, sta- he like he, they have a big old fight. He like that was a big I, old fight, big old fight. I love you the part where he stabs the ceiling and she like falls down on mm-hmm. him. Um, she keeps doing this scream thing, which is yeah. 
There was one scream that she does where it looked really weird. It yeah. Where like it like shows like Geralt from the front and like I could like it, it, was it like slow motion or something where he's like, like flying Whoa. back. I couldn't tell what was happening honestly, yeah. uh, which was kind of weird. But I don't know. I'm willing to forgive it. <laughs> yeah, you because yeah. this fight was so fucking cool. I thought maybe that's maybe that's the name why it's called oh it's called a grain of truth i was thinking a grain of salt because you do have to watch this with a little grain of salt like <laughs> you have to be like yeah this is fine that this looks weird and yeah, wonky yeah. yeah this part it's always like in flashes like in flashes mm-hmm. it looks weird but normally it looks good um, yeah which now i kind of realize why it's called grain of truth but um oh you know why yeah which we'll, we'll cover here in oh, a second Jake's about I'm to drop store knowledge. it in my bank um <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> Store it in my bank. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, they're fighting and then like during the fight, like Siri like like runs over and like puts a coat on her. <laughs> Remember yeah, that part? Yeah. And yeah. and girls just like get away from her. It and was a very dramatic fight. It was. Like, there and it was had so a much lot like, of stops and starts too. Yeah, and there was like a lot of like emotional pulls and pushes back and forth where you're like, Oh, yeah. Siri's gonna help her. Oh, maybe this is the end. Maybe she's safe now. Like in Right. Like you couldn't tell if it was going to be like, oh, Geralt's going to be like, oh, you're not a monster, or right. if like, yeah, what was going to happen? Yeah, because you, could, I could have seen him going on like a little speech, like yeah. And at one point, she turns into a fucking gargoyle, and yeah, flies yeah. away, flies and away. comes back, and like I thought at that point, I thought she was gone for good. I, I didn't did think too. she was going to come back. I right. was like, oh, we'll see her again. But later. it was cool how like he had her back to him, to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Geralt had her had his back to her, mm-hmm. and she like flew in from his back. And then he just like put his sword up in the air and like tried to cut her or like yeah. turned and did like a cool, like cool dude move. Yeah. Um, he hit too. He did hit. Yeah. And, and I thought that cool was cool move. because he purely used his non like sight senses. He was just yeah. like listening basically. I think the DM gave him advantage on that role because he did it <laughs> with flair. That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so what I'm going to do here is I'm going to turn my back. She's coming from that way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to put my sword up. Right. All right. Advantage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, advantage. It gave him some inspiration for yeah. the for the role play. Yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. And then it ends with like Siri runs over, puts a coat on her because like basically he knocks her out, makes her transform back into a I oh human man, yeah. Girl. I liked how she like every time he knocked her down, she'd like basically like re break her neck and arms oh my to like God. put him back in the formation she wanted. Yes. She kept like breaking creepy. her bones to get back into her like yeah. form. And yeah. And so she basically she takes Siri hostage and she's like, I'm gonna bite her neck. I'm gonna rip her throat out. Yeah, I'm gonna rip her throat out. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, do and it. And that <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so hot. <laughs> Putting that one in the bank. Spank that spank one. bank. <laughs> Different types of banks. Uh, yes. <laughs> so that at that point, that's where it's like it's like solidified that okay, she is bad. Right. Yeah. Like, okay. Now that she's was to her kill turn, basically. Yeah. And that's when fucking uh, Beast comes out and stabs her. I don't. What did he stab her with? A big old pole. It was like, like a, a big pole. Old, his big old pole. Yeah. His big old pole. Do you think he like dropped that beforehand? Oh yeah. Like, did his like magic, magic pole? <laughs> yeah, magic <laughs> pole. <laughs> and then just stabbed her in the back. It would have been cool if he used his daggers, or if they would have set that up. Somehow, oh yeah. You know, somehow. Like oh yeah. That would have been cool. Maybe they did set it up. I just don't. I didn't recognize what he stabbed her with. It was yeah. just a weird looking Look, weapon. Yeah. But like, it goes all the way through her, and then she. Man, that part was cool. That Holy scene. shit! Oh my god. That, that was, was badass. Crazy. She like her neck turns all the way around. Yeah. So so he stabs her in the back. She's facing forward. Yeah. He stabs her in the back. Yeah. I'll let you go on here. And then she starts to 
break her limbs to twist around to face him. So right. like first she breaks her neck to twist her head around. Then she starts breaking her arms and stuff to twist those around and start facing him and then pulling the pole through her oh, to man. get closer to him. It hurt to watch. That was crazy. And scary. Yeah. yeah. That was so creepy. Uh, it was creepy and just so like, yeah. it like made my like stomach turn. Yeah. And he does, and she does that and she gets like close to him and it's just like t- to tell him that she loves him. Right. Yeah. And then fucking Geralt just slices her head off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like right in front of him. And he just goes, no. Right. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty, that was a pretty cool fucking scene. Yeah. That was honest. a great scene. <laughs> and of course, as soon as she dies, he his curse is broken and he transforms back into a, a, a normal looking human. Did guy. you think that was going to happen? I did not think that. Was I didn't happen. think it was going to happen either. I was yeah. surprised by that. I was mm-hmm. kind of guard. Josh knew I it all c- along. Well, I was like, if they do it, it's just Beauty and the Beast. Like the curse is lifted. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It is. Literally. I was like, please don't. Please. Don't. I think they are yeah. for sure trying to riff off. Of That's why I thought. Yeah. yeah. Don't do it. It's Beauty and the Beast Witcher style, basically. Yeah. yeah. That's what that episode was. Nightmare mode. <laughs> Nightmare mode. <laughs> Nightmare mode. Yeah. yeah. And so like he's like crying because so like apparently the the curse was the only way to lift the curse was if is his true love died. Oh, right. Okay. Or his true love died with blood or whatever. Um, and so as soon so like he loved her, she loved him. Um, he kind of describes the backstory of like how he found her in the woods and brought her back. And mm-hmm. but she had these cravings. So he tried to take care of her by letting her suck his blood. Yeah. Because part of his curse was he would live forever, so he probably didn't care. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, but he couldn't, she couldn't hold back, and she went and killed the town. Right. And he also reveals that he was cursed not because he killed someone, but because he raped a priestess. He, so yeah, so yeah, earlier in the episode, he says he was cursed because he basically ransacked a, a temple. I think the, was it the, te- oh, it was it because he was also like a, said yeah. he killed everybody that he lived with there. So I wasn't sure if it was because of that. That was because, well, he said oh, that he was after that he because was he cursed. transformed yeah, and then he killed yeah, people. That makes sense. But the big thing was like when he originally described it, he said that he ransacked the temple and like, you know, ruined uh, the temple. he didn't say killed anybody. Yeah. He just ransacked it. Okay. And then he said, uh, and then later on he kind of just dropped a little tidbit that, uh, mm-hmm. oh, he also raped the priestess. Oh, by the way. Yeah. Oh, by the way. While I'm here. Yeah, which is like, that was kind of weird to me. I was like, why would you even say that at this point? I guess he was just confessing everything. Yeah. um, Yeah, he didn't seem like he had... I mean, he... Well, at that point, they wanted to... He... He was hurt so much. He's like, I don't want to live anymore. That's so he told true. Them. Yeah, he yeah, wanted, he wanted, he wanted them to kill him because yeah. he couldn't do it himself. Yeah. He wanted to. What's that called? Death by police or something? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's just saying anything he can to get right. him to kill him. <laughs> Death by the monster police. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much for him. <laughs> so, yeah, now. So then, like, yeah, Geralt's just like, oh, fuck, fuck this dude. He's like, yeah. Yeah. You're more like you can do it yourself. Yeah. Right. And that was, that's like a, that's a, you know, character development, like in the game selection, like, do you kill him? That's true. Or do you let him live and let him deal (laughs) with his own shit? I don't like that this show is making those decisions for us. (laughs) Right. I want to click the button. Make it a game. Um, But I don't know. Like, even though it was a sort of like story tale, I I like story tales. Like, I like this stuff. A fairy tale? Fairy tale. Yeah. Story tale. (laughs) Story tale. Yeah, I uh, I agreed. I, I loved it. I yeah. thought it was really good. It was cool to see, like, a, and I'm sure there's other dark, like, Beauty and the Beast stories, but, you know, it just mm-hmm. was really good. Yeah, a very dark twist on it. Um, yeah. Uh, then we see Siri. She says she was has dreams that she's going to burn the whole world. That mm-hmm. sound, uh, my note on that is it sounds like Daenerys. 
Yeah. And she even has a Daenerys look from they the also, Game of Thrones. They also, earlier in the episode, they mentioned the Wild Hunt. Yes. Which the name of the Witcher 3, the name of the Witcher 3 game was the Witcher 3, the Wild Hunt. Mm-hmm. The Wild Hunt is like, they don't really, haven't gone into it yet, but it's like a, it's like this, it's like a band of like magical wraiths, basically, that like, are, um, they ride like through the sky. And Lord of the Rings, kind of. Kind of, yeah. yeah. They are kind of like the Lord of the Ring wraiths a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what their mission is exactly. I know what the mission is in the Witcher 3 game, but I guess I won't say it because I don't want to actually spoil anything. But um, they their whole thing is they are prophesized to be a sign of the end of the world, which uh, they do actually mention in season one. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, they're just out there fucking shit up and, like, hunting people, it seems like. Yeah, um, and they're, they're like, yeah, it's weird because, like, they said that they saw them in the sky. Mm-hmm. So that means that they saw, like, a band of, like, warriors in the sky or something at some point. So, yeah. But, yeah, it's supposed to be a sign of the end of the world. So I thought that was interesting that she she kind of also referenced, I want to burn the world, making me think, like, oh, I wonder if her, her destiny is kind of intertwined with this wild hunt, like, end of the world stuff. Yeah. I would say very likely. Yeah. It seems like there was a reference to that. Yeah. Uh, and then the last scene is we cut back to Yennefer. And this scene was also kind of... It reminded me of the first scene where everyone got killed by the thing you couldn't see. Yeah. This time, again, all the people she was with were killed by harpoons, just started flying out of the forest and killing people. Yeah. And, and they seem like they intentionally left them, those two alive. So. Yeah. And yeah. that's kind of a cliffhanger at the end of the episode. Any ideas on what that could be? I don't know. I have no clue. I don't a know. Monster? What that, I, I thought it was like a... Yeah, I don't know if it was a monster. Because it was like really big harpoons. Yeah, like... Humans couldn't do that. Yeah, so. it seemed like yeah. So I, at first I was like, oh, it's like bandit people or whatever. Yeah. But these giant ass harpoons. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's like a giant throwing those or something. Yeah. So I don't know what that was. You know how you're gonna figure it out is you have to watch episode two, which I won't because this was a fucking cringe. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Fuck this show. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's pretty clear that uh, yeah. Uh, binge the fuck out of this as soon as we're done same, here. Spot same here that's yeah. you <laughs> probably done by the end of the weekend yeah that's also my plan yeah. i'm like oh shit i have other shit to do fuck so i am curious so josh you liked season one I oh yeah i yeah. like season one cool. josh is always our litmus test of he like, is yeah he's, it's really? like well we always agree and yeah. it's like what is josh gonna you're say? always the interesting wild card I yeah think. Uh, yeah you're the no, one i, I mean like. i was always gonna watch what well i think when you were talking about season one Season one was confusing. I mean, unless you finish it, it's good, right? Because it all comes to the end. It does, yeah. yeah. It's a lot it of does eventually. Everything meets together in season mm-hmm. one, which right. at that point makes sense. For the longest sense. time, you're like, what is the point? And then eventually it gets there, and it's for good. The, yeah, my problem with season one is like, I feel like for four or five episodes, you just don't know how everything connects. Yeah, all. exactly. That's what Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's just like, it's all over and the place. And it does eventually tell you, but it's like, mm-hmm. I wish I would have known this earlier, right? Yeah. I think this show is going to get really good as time goes by. Yeah. I think, yeah, now that everything is one timeline and it's going to be like a serial thing, every all the characters are together that need to be together, I think mm-hmm. it's going to be really good. Yeah. Yep. Sounds like we're all watching this later. Yeah. <laughs> well, when we come back, we're going to talk about the show we are watching next week, Wheel of Time. We'll be right back. All right, we will be watching Wheel of Time next week. And Wheel of Time. I like Wheel of Fortune. I don't know much about Wheel of Time, other than it was a book. Was it? 
That's that's what I thought I recognized it from. Everyone's yeah, like, this sure book is so good. Yeah. Really? And I think mm-hmm. it's fantasy. Yeah. It's fantasy? <laughs> it's a book. <laughs> Mr. Question Man over show? here. <laughs> Jake's trying out this new character. There's Question a Man. I can't imagine what this is at all. <laughs> yeah. Usually I can kind of somewhat guess what a show is from the title. I don't know what the fuck this thing is. Well, I it looks like to be fantasy. Like, Does it have Oprah in it? I hope so. That's how you know it's good. Wasn't she? Because I feel like every 10 years, Oprah is in a fantasy movie. <laughs> Isn't that true? Wasn't uh, she just in well, a fantasy movie like a couple well, of years you ago? Think of, I, I, I feel like it was something called something like Wheel of Time or some shit. She was like, <laughs> Maybe it's Wheel of Time. Maybe <laughs> just Wheel of Time. It, she's, I have no idea. I thought she was always in like touchy-feely stuff. Like, you know, the only wheel or, you know, like time's wheel won't stop. Is it just her playing like, like a cameo as herself? I or she played. I think like, she was in a, like a straight up fantasy movie where she played God. like a no magical. Way. No, I'm pretty no sure way. this happened. No way. This. All right. I'm Can we get up. our engineers working on this? <laughs> yeah. Behind the scenes. Are you thinking we'll for like Queen Latifah? Production team on this. Well, one. I thought he was thinking of Whoopi Goldberg because Whoopi yeah. Goldberg does that all the time. She's always. She was even in Star Trek. Oprah's too hoity. Yeah. yeah. She was a, a big, wrinkle in time. A wrinkle in time. Okay. Oh, that's also a book. The film stars Oprah Winfrey, Reese Witherspoon, Mindy Kaling. She's from The Office. Yeah. And 2018. 2018 this was. Uh-huh. This is not going to be what you say, though, where she's a wizard. I'll bet. Let me look up what she is. Okay. <laughs> let me find a good uh, wacky fantasy. Okay. So I just don't think she's never. She's always in. Her name in the movie is Mrs. Witch. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right, you got me. I can't compete with that. Oh, my God. This is witch? Well, okay, here, it's witch spelled W-H-I-C-H. W-H-I-C-H. Okay, so here's, here's, I'm just reading this from the Google, like, preview thing. Mindy Kaling plays Mrs. Who. These are some great names. Reese Witherspoon plays Mrs. What's-It. And then Oprah Winfrey plays Mrs. Witch. This sounds like those fucking witches from, uh, what was that movie? <clears throat> Sleeping Beauty? Where there's like the three witches and they're like blue, green, and red. Is that Sleeping Beauty? Well, I don't fucking know. You don't, you don't remember that? What movie? Sleeping Beauty? Isn't that the one with the three witches? Isn't that a Disney movie? Oh, Disney? no, yeah, that's a Disney one. Wait, three witches? Yeah. No, that's, you're thinking of The Wizard of Oz. No. Yeah, the Wizard of one. Oz? Have you ever heard of that movie? <laughs> the Umbridge? What would you say? I'm bridge? <laughs> what? He said Wizard of Oz. Well, no, it's not Wizard of Oz. No. That's the Witch of the West and the other witch and the Witch of the... Probably North, South, East, West would be my guess. Three witches. There's three witches. And they're small. They're short. They're little tiny ones. You guys don't remember that? And then what, the one of them... Yeah, it's 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 Sleeping Beauty because she does the pumpkin thing. She turns a carriage oh, into a pumpkin. Sorry, she's not a witch. She's an astral traveler. Boom. So... Close though. Like I'll give it to witch. you because her name was Miss Witch or whatever. <laughs> <Mrs>. Witch. <laughs> yeah, and there's like trans. Like at one point, Mrs. What's It transforms into a flying creature carrying children into the sky. Oh, cool, cool. Um, so this is like kind of like their real life. Yeah. Fucking rich. Calvin freaks. nearly falls to his death after noticing a dark planet that Mrs. Witch identifies as Camazots. Oh, they worked Camazots in there. Home to an evil energy known as the IT. <laughs> I don't well, know what that's the fuck this, Dude, this sounds like a movie to watch when you are on medical marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, so yeah, so okay. Every once in a while, I feel like oh, here we go. This is probably not her only fantasy movie, but we'll the dark web. Well, we yeah, that's what I was. <laughs> yeah, we the dark web. Dark not fail. We'll so okay, this web. is a this is a departure from what I would think she would normally be in, because she was in like yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like she would be in Touchy any, anything. Type I feel like movie. this is a totally. From what I'm reading, this movie seems geared towards kids. I think it's a kid's book. It's about it? magical, whimsical stuff. I feel like it's really? an Oprah's oh, thing. Okay, Oprah would do that. The last thing I remember that Oprah did. I'm glad we're talking about this. And <laughs> is uh, the secret? You remember the secret? Where was the, that Oprah? Yeah, that was like a thing she shielded for a long time. Huh. She didn't write it or anything, but she just shielded it a lot. Was she in it? Mm, actually, it was a movie, wasn't it? Wasn't it like Beyonce? Or something? It was a book. It was a really. And the whole thing behind the secret book is like, if you imagine you'll have money and fame and blah, 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 it wills it into existence. As long as you pray and uh, think about it hard enough. And like vision boards, I think, were part oh, of the secret yeah. where it's like, oh, oh I'm going to do this in my life. Okay. It's like, even so though. It's like a book. Okay. I'm thinking of something else. Well, there was like a movie where like, I feel like it was Beyonce was in it. Mm-hmm. And she was like. I'm called something like The Secret, and it was like about a breakup or something. I don't know. Those are the kind of movies Beyonce's in, like relationship movies. Yeah, it was like, like a weird rom com. It was like a relationship slash psychological thriller movie. Uh, I think is what maybe it was. not rom com, but like yeah, yeah, man. So okay, so you're you're saying she was chilling that book for a while? Was yeah, it on Oprah's hit list or whatever. <laughs> Oprah's on my shit list. Yeah. <laughs> Oprah's Her, shit list. She, I mean, she gave us Doctor Phil and Doctor Oz. So that's true. She's created. Oh. She's created a lot of evil. Yes, she has. <laughs> yes, she has. So, well, we'll talk shit more on Oprah next week. <laughs> We're gonna go ahead and take off, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.